Ellison Salazar, Garage and Body Shop. At Ellison Salazar, customer satisfaction is our main concern. For a tune-up or major body work, Central Texans have trusted Ellison Salazar for over 55 years. Ellison Salazar. Hail damage specialists, smoothing out life's dents and bumps. Big or small for you and your car. Now at three locations. South at 4501 South Congress. North at 8808 Research Boulevard. And new Northwest location at 8425 Anderson Mill Road. Road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellison Salazar. Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch. From inspiration to insurance and protection, all for serving the Lord Jesus. We all need insurance. Why not work with an agent that understands the biblical principle of protection and risk management to insure your family's future? Ray and Justin Garner are Christian business professionals who will put a Christian perspective on your insurance and inspiration needs. For auto, home, life, business, health, boat, motorcycle, RV, and dental, and church protection needs, Ray, Justin, and Luana can be reached at 626-4880 or 986-4944 for church protection, personal protection, and business protection. Ray and Justin are independent Texas businessmen that have dedicated their lives and business to the advancement of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through Austin Triad Ministries. Call Ray Garner Insurance Agency and ask for Ray at 626-4880 or Justin at 986-4944. George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These CASA friends are professionals with more than 40 years' experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at CASA at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. Stay tuned for Love Talk with Evelyn's guests, Robert Tatum and Joan Courtney. Thank you for joining us, and thank you, John, for getting us ready today. This is a beautiful day, I think, for us to talk about the most exciting news that the world has ever heard. And we're going to be doing that today uh, with some very good friends, uh, my longtime friend, Joan uh, Joan Courtney, and um, Joan is a member of the America's um, Prayer Committee, long-time uh, activity in San Antonio with prayer ministries and the Billy Graham team. Welcome, Joan. We're glad to have you with us. Thank you. It, Evelyn, it's so good to be here. Thank you. Well, it has been a big day already. We had a big meeting with Decision America 2016, and we're excited about what God's doing. And as as we move in that direction today, we're going to talk about what it is that God's calling us to do in Texas and in America. Uh, we have in the studio with us also our guest today, which is um, Robert Tatum. Robert is a festival director for the Billy Graham Evangelism Association. He's worked 20 evangelistic festivals and a graduate of Preview A&M, a Master of Divinity degree, Joe. <laughs> and he lives in Houston with his wife, Doris, and four, four daughters. Welcome, Robert. We're glad to have you. Thank you so much for having me, Evelyn. I know we're stretching you today <laughs> because you need to get out of here and get to the airport, I guess, to get on with God's business. But we are so thrilled about what's coming down. And, mm-hmm. you know, we just want to start out with the most exciting news that we know. What is the most exciting news that you know, Robert? 
the most exciting news is that uh, uh, Jesus saves even me, um, and uh, I'm ex- uh, I, I every morning I wake up I, I I'm reminded of that verse His mercies are new every morning, Ooh. and so I just have a it's exciting to know that every day I have another day to serve God and do my best at it. Well, you know, I call that putting a bucket out in, mm-hmm. at nighttime, and mm-hmm. in the morning you get up, and the bucket's full of mercy and grace. Amen. That you don't get it for the second day. It's kind of like the manna. That's right. That's you know, right. God gives you what you need. What you need at the time you need, and that is exciting. But I think the greatest news that, that the world's ever known or heard is John 10.10. 10. What is it, Robert? John 10.10, 10, the thief cometh, but the steal, kill, and destroy, but I came that you might have life and have it more abundantly. And I love that verse. I mean, to, to, to understand that God loves us so much and he wants us to have the kind of life that he has purposed from the beginning of time for us. And he wants to give that gift to us. Oh, uh, you know, that's exciting. People say, why do you always smile? I, I think I remember John 10, 10. Mm-hmm. And uh, that is, I think, probably the definition of exciting is he wants us to have the God kind of life. Abundant life. Abundant you know, uh, that bucket, that's my bucket story, Robert. Mm-hmm. It is that every morning or every night I put the bucket out, and in the morning it's filled with God's goodness, mercy, and grace. And we get enough for just one day. That's right. And, and that's, that's, that is when you talk about exciting, that helps us through that day. Well, it helps us uh, look back at yesterday and see how good God's been and praise Him for that, Joan. And I know that you do a lot of that down in San Antonio. Uh, Robert, how did the Lord speak to your heart, um, uh, and you knew without any doubt he was leading you into the ministry mm-hmm. uh, with Billy Graham Association? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, before I started with the Billy Graham Association, I had served on pastoral staffs for about seven years. And um, so I've always sort of known, um, um, once I accepted my calling in in, um, in uh, college, that I would be serving um, in ministry from a full-time perspective. And while I was uh, uh, on pastoral staff in Charlotte, I had sort of hearing God about my next move in -hmm. life. And my sisters, they both have uh, uh, sons. They were single parenting at the time. And as I would pray for those situations, I just felt very strongly that God was saying, your next assignment is is going to be in Houston. And so when I left uh, the church in Charlotte, I moved back to Houston and sort of gave some encouragement there to my family. Uh, and then a friend of mine was working with the Billy Graham Association uh, in Charlotte, and they were uh, starting an internship program. And you know, throughout that process of working with my, my nephews and my calling and you know, God, what do you have for me to do? Uh, I've been a part of a, also at that time a church planning movement. And um, I don't know, just I can't really explain it except to say that God said, I'm putting everything that you think you want to do mm-hmm. and everything that I want you to do into a package. Mm-hmm. And I remember getting that call from a buddy of mine talking about this Billy Graham Association and the internship, and I didn't really get it. And after I started interviewing with uh, the leadership there, uh, it, I understood what God was meaning. I mean, I have a degree in accounting. Uh, I've 
event management. I love working with uh, the pastor. I love preaching. I love uh, evangelism. And God put it all together into uh, my role with the Billy Graham Association as festival director. And so that's been about 10 years ago. 10 years ago. And you've done, what, 20 festivals? Yeah, yeah, about 20 festivals. Mm -hmm. I've been in Canada, also in Haiti, but mostly here in the United States of America. What do you see the greatest need in America is today? I think the greatest need is going to be sort of, uh, um, I, I just think we need an appreciation or an understanding of what true hope is. Mm. Um, you know, when you look at our kids, and I have a 17-year-old right now, and I look at our high school friends, uh, there's just such a anxiety about what's coming next in their life and they hear things on the news they see things in other families and there's such there's this apathy that develops and there's no no real hope that is based on anything except what they can see and and so i think a a real need the greatest need is and there's got to be some there's got to be a hope that exists beyond what our eyes can see and so that's why i would say the true hope True hope. True hope. You know what I call the true hope Mm -hmm. is the rope of hope is Jesus Christ. That's it. True hope in Christ. We can't hang on to anything but the hope that he has put in our heart for the day when he is going to make things right. Let's talk about America and what the greatest need is Mm -hmm. uh, in that regard. Uh, When you look at people and uh, put the festivals together and you see them come to faith and hope, how great is that need in America today, Robert? It, it, it is. It, it's the greatest need. I mean, it's overwhelming. Uh, there are so many interpretations and understandings and perspectives about Jesus Christ. And that's why I'd say true hope. And so hope translated for me would be Jesus Christ. Um, and so communicating the truthfulness of who Jesus Christ is, is a very difficult yet important task because it transcends what people are doing in their day-to-day life. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I think the more involved we get within a city, the more you see people who just really discredit uh, what the church is doing. But that's not that's the true hope isn't in the church. True hope is in Jesus Christ. Everyone has work to do. We all have lives to live, development to to uh, to to accomplish. But uh, I think the more we can uh, share the true hope of Jesus Christ with people, uh, I think the better our country would be. Well, I agree with you. And, you know, I'm I'm pretty old, Robert. (laughs) I've been around a long time. Mm Uh, and as I look back over my life and the life of, of the church and Billy Graham's life and Franklin Graham's life, I do believe with all my heart that Franklin Graham is a, a man of God that has been called for this time, for times like these, because uh, he does speak true hope. And, uh, you know, he he is the son of Franklin Graham. What else do we know about him? Yeah, Franklin is uh, an evangelist. Um, he is uh, a CEO of uh, Samaritan's Purse, as well as the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. 
Um, he loves ministering the gospel. Um, was just in Russia this past uh, mm-hmm. week, uh, sharing the gospel. And, you know, I think Franklin would say, I don't speak for Franklin, but I've heard him say in some settings that, you know, he has the, the greatest job in America to tell people about Jesus Christ. And whatever platform uh, he has, he's going to share that. So, I mean, he's very focused on uh, communicating uh, the gospel and the truths of the gospel wherever he might be. And, you know, that is worldwide. Uh, we last we, week before last were in Colorado Springs for the National Day of Prayer annual conference. And uh, we, um, Dr. Jim Dobson's wife, Shirley, is our coordinator, uh, national coordinator. And Jim was not with us this year. Mm-hmm. He had gone to Russia. Ah. Uh-huh. 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 Awesome. And, you know, we... Uh, we are a people of hope and people of faith. And uh, I, when I look at the life of Franklin Graham, uh, I am just absolutely astounded that it's a prodigal son. God called him to re- not replace his dad, but go in a new direction in this nation uh, with the power of, you know, God's spirit. And he is a world evangelist mm-hmm. and things are changing. But I want us to... I want us to talk about how exciting that is. And, Joan, I know that you, you're going to say amen to this <laughs> because we have an opportunity uh, in America in the year 2016 to do something great. What is that, Robert? That is the Decision America Tour. Um, it's called uh, um, Decision America. Um, that actually, you can go to decisionamericatour.com for more information. But uh, Decision America comes out of um, a belief um, – and a sentiment of the Billy Graham Association and Franklin Graham, and, and that is that the America is in trouble. And so uh, we believe that God has called us to hold prayer rallies, Franklin to hold prayer rallies in all 50 states to challenge Christians across our land to boldly live out their faith and to pray fervently and faithfully uh, for our nation. Mm-hmm. And so it believes if, if, if we're going to be the salt of uh, uh, of the earth and the light of the world, uh, then we should come together at this critical time in, in America's history and declare that one to another. Uh, Decision America is not just the prayer rally, uh, which it's going to be held in all 50 states. Mm-hmm. Uh, Franklin really uh, wants to talk about uh, a key, I'm sorry, about different messages within that that's directed primarily at the Christian body. Number one, he wants to make sure that people understand that politics uh, and or politicians uh, can't save us. Okay. And, and for us to be uh, adamant about that and excited about that um, uh, in, in, in terms of how we communicate with others, to not get caught in the political mm-hmm. game, um, that Jesus Christ is the only hope. It's the only hope that we have, and we should uh, communicate that and live like that is the truth in our life. Um, we don't see that happening a lot in our churches today, and I do believe God's called uh, Franklin for a specific time. Uh, Franklin was our National Honorary Prayer Coordinator a couple of years ago, and um, um, he, because of some of the issues that he had, he dealt with during that particular time, uh, he was due to speak uh, for a National Day of Prayer event in the Pentagon, mm-hmm. and uh, that invitation was rescinded 
and it I do know this it it made a great impact on Franklin's life mm-hmm. as he we begin to look at America and Franklin is a he's a worldwide missionary right now we're working really hard with Operation Christmas Child mm-hmm. and uh, that's just uh, you know the time right after Thanksgiving when we we pack up love of Jesus in a shoebox and send it around the world mm-hmm. uh, he has an eye and a heart and a vision for what the church in America needs to do. I believe that. And I think that goes to uh, when you talk about who Franklin is as a prodigal son, having been called from darkness to light underneath the parent, I mean, parenting of the great evangelist uh, Billy Graham. I mean, he understands um, how there can be shortcomings within our own life. And he is uh, has taken a stand to say, let's live this life that God is calling us to live, regardless of the case. And he's very strong on that. I mean, very, very, very powerful in terms of um, uh, how how hard uh, he comes to to encourage us to live for Christ because he's saying you know if we don't do it then who's going to do it mm-hmm. and even when we talk about decision America you know it, it's an effort to engage every church and every believer uh, to participate in uh, the the massive prayer rally so he's really targeting the the church the Christians that mm-hmm. are in the church calling us to salvation calling us to repentance uh, calling us out of sin that you know we have that that so easily be that's us saying you're stronger than that. You know, we're better than this. Uh, we are the light of the world. And so, uh, you know, it's going to be an exciting time come 2016. Well, one of the things that, that I do know that um, the Lord has used in Franklin's life is the reality of the times in which we live right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a different time from his dad. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, the church uh, as a whole has left the vision uh, even that Franklin's father had for this nation. And it's time for us to uh, wake up, wake up America. And that is the theme for National Day of Prayer next year. Wake and um, uh, it lines up with this passion that Franklin has for every state in this nation to be representative of what it is that the church should be. Is that a good statement? That's a great statement. Okay. And that in doing that, uh, we will call down the power of God upon our nation because we are in serious trouble, Robert. Right, right. And I think Decision America takes that and will put an and uh, calling out the lives of Christians, mm-hmm. not in a finger pointing way, but in an, as an encouragement of saying the Bible holds us to uh, a lifestyle and and values uh, that the world does not see. So let's do that. Yeah. Let's live those. Let's live that out. Let's be the Christ people see. Well, it's um, it is a time in our history when we have got to wake up. America's got to wake up. And if I understand the program, uh, the rally, uh, that decision America 2016 is going to be, as Franklin takes his team with you, and as you plan, help plan these things, you all are going to every state to call God's people out of, call the preachers out of the pulpit and the people out of the pews and all of God's children together to seek God's will and God's plan for this nation. Is that a good statement? Yes. Yes. Yes, it is. 
Well, when we think about that, what is it or where are we right now in this process? Mm -hmm. We're just beginning. We're just beginning. Details are forming as we go through through the days. We're looking forward for the state of Texas to make announcements just shortly after the beginning of the year on what uh, the Decision America tour stop looks like in uh, the state of Texas. And um, so uh, Franklin's uh, preparing messages. Um, we are working on uh, different resources that will help people uh, understand more about Decision America Tour. Actually, the Decision America Tour website is, is up and running now. So uh, DecisionAmericaTour.com, uh, people could go there for more information. We've set up a Facebook page uh, for people to join uh, different teams and uh, even get um, signed up to become a volunteer for the Decision America Tour uh, and to stop in their particular state. So a lot of things are, are being done now in preparation and uh, we look forward to making some announcements for the state of Texas just shortly after the beginning of the year. Actually, seven cities have already been announced yes. and they're on our website. For January and February. And February. And you're starting in Boise. Mm-hmm. Boise, that's up in the fur country. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then going from there down to Tallahassee, Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a widespread. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things where I'm not sure we can figure it out as to how the spirit is moving in terms of where you go. But um, I I believe they're strategically placed by God for some reason on the dates that we have. Yeah. Well, I think so, too, because uh, we end up in February with announcements so far of Hawaii. You know, (laughs) that's pretty big. That's pretty big territory. (laughs) Well, let's let's talk a little bit about. Of what the Lord is saying to us today about um, the times that we're living in. And uh, one of the things that we say about prayer is prayer is the wheel that puts us where God wants us to be and can use us. Mm-hmm. If we open our hearts to say, Lord, I'm ready, I'm reporting for duty, then as people of faith and people of, of belief, God's going to do something, Robert. Mm-hmm. What is it that we're expecting God to do? I I think um, the expectation of what God is going to do is that people are going to uh, understand that there is a call upon their life, that there is a charge upon their life to be the salt and light in this world. I think that's uh, one of the... the, the um, anticipated outcomes of the decision America is that there is a a sense of let's stop playing, playing games, playing games, Mm -hmm. playing church, but Mm -hmm. let's be the church. Let's be active in the lives of other people sharing the good news of the gospel. I I think uh, it could, it might even be the beginning of some, another great awakening, another, another uh, huge revival that starts with individual Christians who turn their hearts toward God and turn from their wicked ways and seek God's face. And God hears from individual Christians who've come together and become part of this corporate body, and then God will heal our land. You know, one of the questions we have to ask ourselves is why were we born for, a touch, for such a time as this, Robert? Mm. Mm. Why was Robert Franklin, I mean, uh, Franklin Graham born for such a time as this? Mm. It's because God's got a plan. Got a plan. 
And Jeremiah twenty nine eleven tells us, God says, I know what it is. Mm. I know what it is. Amen. And he spoke to Ezekiel one day when Ezekiel was just complaining like crazy because of the way the people were living. And, Joan, we see that a lot, you know. Yeah. Uh, we're out there where the traffic is. Uh, and God reassured Ezekiel and said, Ezekiel, I have got a plan. And my plan is to take out their cold, stony hearts mm-hmm. and put in a brand new heart. Mm-hmm. A brand new heart. Mm-hmm. And we know that new heart is Jesus Christ, Robert. Amen. What part does prayer have in all this and getting ready? I think it's the beginning. Uh, it's the most critical and crucial part of us connecting and communicating uh, with God. I, I think it is, um, I think it's what's missing. Uh, most of it. I mean, people try all kind of formulas and methods. I mean, we've got degrees, we have money in the bank, um, but do we really have uh, communication and a relationship uh, with the Father? Uh, does the Holy Spirit, um, do we listen to the Holy Spirit? And so I think the more that uh, the body of Christ will pray and will engage with Christ on on that level, communication daily, um Praying through things, praying about things, being uh, faithful in those prayers. Um, I don't think we can affect change. I agree prayer. with you. So I, I think it's, it's foolish the, to do God's work without God's power. There's a lot of people doing it. I know. And they don't know better. <laughs> That's right. They don't know how. That's right. Uh, it, it's going to take revival in America for America Heart to be healed and for our children to have the future that we've had as a result of. All those patriots who've come before us, Robert. Mm-hmm. Um, how how can people get hooked up with Decision America 2016? <coughs> Excuse me. And what what would that look like? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And I agree. I, I think it is going to take revival. I was reading in Psalm 85, and uh, it says, "Will you not revive us again, that your people may rejoice in you?" And when I think about the uh, apathy in our world and all of the other social things that are going on and just people are just so divisive and fighting each other wouldn't it be great if god's people would just rejoice more and uh, just start just singing and and praying over people and and doing those kinds of things i I think the world would begin to look and say hey there's something about about this Christ I want to hear about. I, I see him emanating out of your life as opposed to a set of rules. And so, again, the Decision America Tour is to call people to that kind of lifestyle, to say um, that we've got to honor God at home. We've got to honor God in public, uh, honor God and be engaged in our life. And so... Um, we we encourage people to join in with what God is doing there. Go to decisionamericatour.com. You'll get more information about our prayer events. Uh, there's also a pledge I think people will find very interesting to help um, their life. I think it'll guide even their Bible study, their prayer life. Uh, there's some prayer. There's a prayer journal that is. It's probably the the best, if you don't do anything, go to decisionamericatour.com and just download the prayer journal. Uh, you can also sign up to be a volunteer in your, in your state and you can find out the date of the prayer rally for your particular state. Okay, Robert. We want to thank you. We need to take our break. I need you, I know you have, uh, to get out of town, but I want to thank you for coming to Austin today and giving us the opportunity to, to examine your heart mm-hmm. and begin to pray as we look at where we are in this nation 
in what it is that we've got to do. Amen. Thank you. Because we don't want to throw away all of those things that God has established in this nation. God established two great nations. He started with Abraham, established Israel, and then he chose people out to come to America Hmm. and formed a whole new union. Hmm. And we have been blessed of God, but we stand on the brink of disaster without him. And it's true for us as Christians as well as those that are non-Christian. Tell us again how they can get in touch with you. DecisionAmericaTour.com, or if you'd like, uh, you can give a call to uh, the office at 704-807-6655. Well, thank you so much, Robert. Mm -hmm. Uh, We are going to be right back after this break with Joan Courtney, and we're going to be talking about how important prayer is on an everyday scale. Right after this, stay with us. Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow. These guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca. And they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith. 512-848-0659 or 512-258-0093 or www.timsmithlandscaping.com Ellison Salazar, Garage and Body Shop. At Ellison Salazar, customer satisfaction is our main concern. For a tune-up or major body work, Central Texans have trusted Ellison Salazar for over 55 years. Ellison Salazar, hail damage specialist, smoothing out life's dents and bumps, big or small, for you and your car. Now at three locations, south at 4501 South Congress, north at 8808 Research Boulevard, and new northwest location at 8425 Anderson Mill Road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellison Salazar. Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch. From inspiration to insurance and protection, all for serving the Lord Jesus. We all need insurance. Why not work with an agent that understands the biblical principle of protection and risk management to ensure your family's future? Ray and Justin Garner are Christian business professionals who will put a Christian perspective on your insurance and inspiration needs. For auto, home, life, business, health, boat, motorcycle, RV, and dental, and church protection needs, Ray, Justin, and Luana can be reached at 626-4880 or 986-4944 for church protection, personal protection, and business protection. Ray and Justin are independent Texas businessmen that have dedicated their lives and business to the advancement of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through Austin Triad Ministries. Call Ray Garner Insurance Agency and ask for Ray at 626-4880 or Justin at 986-4944. Stay tuned for Love Talk with Evelyn's guests, Robert Tatum and Joan Courtney. Welcome back. We uh, are in the studio today in in Austin, Texas, here at KTXW, uh, Texas Christian Talk, 1120, called The Bridge. And in the studio with me is our guest, uh, Joan and uh, Courtney. And we're we're talking today about what God's getting ready to do in Texas. Is that exciting, Joan? Yes, it certainly is, and it's. Uh, I'm so thrilled that Franklin Graham obeyed Christ when he said, 
we're going to do something in America to call the the pastors out of the pulpit mm-hmm. and to call the people off the pews and literally uh, to pray and be active uh, in, say, for instance, uh, the book of Acts, to become the church of Acts. You know, that is so uh, foreign to most thinking today. Uh, we so many of us have gotten to that comfort zone where we just go to church and we worship and we praise and we go home, wait till next Sunday, we go back and worship and praise. We maybe do a Bible study through the week, but I tell you, God's calling his forces to warfare. And that that recent movie uh, with Miss Carrie. War Room, yes. Yes, War Room. She got it so right. Yes. You know, we got to have a place where we put ourselves where God can clean us up and use us and send us out as a representative of him. Exactly. That That is exactly right. And, and you know, part of Franklin's message is that there are so many Christians who basically they profess themselves as Christians, but they don't they don't live like Jesus is Lord. Mm-hmm. And so. I myself, I've got to watch, you know, literally, uh, I want to be all Christ wants me to be by the power of the Holy Spirit. But it's it's just that, that we Christians need to think more about who Christ is in us than think about the flesh. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, we, you've got a long experience, uh, Joan, of uh, leading prayer groups and you're you're going to be leading the state of Texas in this new Franklin Graham initiative, we call it. And in the meantime, we're not sure when that's going to be in Texas, and we're not real concerned about that. But what we are concerned about is getting our forces together to begin to pray and seek God for what he wants to do in the state of Texas with the Franklin Graham decision, uh, America decision 2016. And that's our hope. Yes, you know, ma'am. He says you got to get out of the prayer closets and get on active duty. Yes, and I think really what that means is that that basically we have the Bible study groups that they could start taking a few minutes of their Bible mm-hmm. study uh, to pray for uh, the the Decision America 2016 mm-hmm. in Austin and start praying. Uh, I have developed some some prayer points mm-hmm. that basically have, were derived uh, by the power of the Holy Spirit from Franklin's message. Mm-hmm. And when he called, the, called this whole nation to prayer and to preparation for, for a movement of God. You know, in, with NDP, our uh, motto this year, our theme is Wake Up America. And basically that's what Franklin is saying. We're sleeping in the pews. Exactly. And, you know, pe- people from Africa have come over here and just say that, that basically that, that, that they've come over here to minister to America to wake up the sleeping giant. Mm-hmm. And that's what we are. We're a sleeping giant. And this, I believe, Evelyn, with all my heart, as people basically get out of their, their closets, if you will, mm-hmm. and start, uh, the, the ladies start praying in, in prayer groups at church. Uh, the pastors uh, start holding prayer meetings or possibly incorporate these 10 prayer points in their monthly service. Well, I want us to do uh, talk about that a little bit later. But what, why do you think that during times like these, it's hard for Christians to believe that we can make a difference in our world? 
you know, the church, we just, uh, it's not stagnant because God's power is everywhere. And we're seeing great and mighty things happen in, in our nation. But yet people just think, well, you know, I'm just nobody. I can't make a difference. And it's it's just one person at a time. It, that That's really what it is. If just to think, if, if everyone would just think basically of the scripture, Galatians 2.20, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And this life that I live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who, who gave his life, loved me and gave his life for me. If one, if each person would think about more about letting Christ live in them mm-hmm. and that that would be, that Christ's life would be manifested through us, then what, how the world could be changed because those unbelievers can look at us and see there's something they want. We've got to, we have to be the reflection of Christ, and we can't do it without Christ living in and through us. And, you know, it's important for us to have a picture of that, because um, so many of us uh, have grown up in a comfort zone. You know, every morning, uh, as we said earlier with Robert, we put our bucket out and expect God to fill it with mercy and grace and give us everything we need so we can keep doing what we're not doing. Keep doing what we're yes, not doing. right, right, and, right. And move forward in a way that God can use us. And, Joan, when I think about the leadership that we have in this station right now, it blows my mind. Franklin Graham is, he, he is the son of Billy Graham. We talked about that with Robert. He was, a, he was a young man that denied God, denied Christ. And, and Franklin and I mean, uh, Billy and his wife prayed and prayed and prayed exactly. for him. He was the prodigal son. And, buddy, when the Lord got hold of his heart, things changed. Exactly. And, you know, I was a prodigal daughter also. Uh, and uh, uh, I actually received Christ into my heart to walk with him as Lord when I was 34 years old. Uh, even though I was grew up in in a church uh, there every Sunday, but you know this is this speaking of honey, you you you're a prayer warrior. So when you were speaking of warfare, praying is that if people just realize that that not only if if they take time for a quiet time to pray for the people in their family who are lost. Uh, this is what Decision America is all about also, is that it's about prayer, not only as an individual, to literally, literally go before the Lord and pray for your family and see what happens. You know, that's so exciting to me. Yes. <laughs> because I, I've, I've been in places in my life where I had to just totally trust God. I couldn't make, I couldn't make one more statement. I couldn't do one more thing until he did something. You know, Franklin Graham is such a hero. I do believe that he is one of the greatest patriots this nation's ever known. Definitely. Uh, and he is an example of what God can do if one man turns himself over completely to God. Yes. And yes. follows God. Not just follows what he thinks he ought to be doing, but what it is that God has laid out for him to do. He made a statement I want us to talk about. He said, prayer is the most powerful resource we have in this life. It unleashes the spiritual dynamite that obliterates darkness and despair. Obliterates it. Yes, it exactly. Away. Exactly. And yes, and 
we we have the power to literally uh, to bind all the forces of evil that would want to come against us. Christ has has given us so much uh, to that we're just not doing. Mm-hmm. That we're thinking more of ourselves and less of eternity. Mm-hmm. Well, when you think about it, um, one of the things that that God says, He said this to Zechariah, which was an Old Testament prophet. He said, "Not by might, not by by, not by power, but by spirit," says the Lord of Hosts. That means that we don't have to do this all by ourselves. Exactly, we are nothing without the Spirit of Christ infusing us to do the will of the Father. But He so wants to do it in and through us. But we have to spend time with him and we have to pray because, it, you know, it says that we have not because we ask not or we ask amiss. God is just waiting up there in heaven to hear the prayers of his children to transform the lives uh, in our nation for Christ. Uh, transform lives, produce, transform cities. Mm-hmm. That's true. In, in states. Yes, community, states, and and nations. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. That's what we're talking about today is what can we expect for the year 2016 in regard to what God's called one man to call a nation to do. And that one man to call a nation is to call us to back to the very presence of the power of the living God. Yes, and Evelyn, the, one of the most important things also is if, if people, it's basically, the website is decisionamericatour.com, and people can go and uh, in there and register to pray for their state. Yeah, and in their city. Yes, ma'am. And so, what, what, let's talk a little bit about the agenda here. We, here it is, we are, uh, you know, entering into the Thanksgiving season, and then into the Christmas season in January is going to make the turn of the year 2016. And it's going to be a different year for all of us. Yes. It's going to be different. So between now and early in January, when uh, the when Franklin Graham's uh, festival groups, Robert, we talked to earlier, announces the date when uh, Franklin is coming with the rally to Austin, Texas. He's going to every state capital. Yes. He's coming to Austin. What are we supposed to do? What can we do in the meantime, you and I do, and, and our friends that are listening? Well, what we can do, well, first off, if you haven't signed up for uh, to to pray uh, for, the, for your state or to uh, actually to start a community group uh, in your neighborhood or uh, to start a group in your church to pray for, for this, mm-hmm. then uh, we can do that. But also, we have to be individually on our knees. Mm-hmm. But we, I think the the figure right now across the nation is uh, 6,200 6, prayer groups, people who have signed up. Already? For, y- yes, ma'am. That is wonderful. Yes, 6,200. Uh, actually, 6,239. 39. Yes. I love that. Yes, it is. Well, let's talk about some of those prayer points then. Yes, if, we, if we're going to get ready, that's what we're doing right now. Yes. If we're preparing the the territory. Yes. Clearing the ground. Yes. For January, when we get an announcement of when we're going to have the big rally 
in Austin, Texas. So let's talk about what we can do in the meantime. You are Texas State Prayer Guide, uh, Prayer Director, I guess, or Coordinator. 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 Yes, ma'am. Uh, for the whole state. And so this is not talking about just Austin. No, it's the host. It is the host state. It's the host state, and and I, I you know, we we have a Christian governor, mm-hmm. and uh, so we're we're honored about that. But but these key points basically have come from uh, Franklin's message. But but you know that that um, that judgment does begin at the house of God, and mm-hmm. and that's this is where we are. But one of the requests is pray that Christians will be aware that God's judgment begins in the church. Pray for the church to address and confess sin and repent. That's that's really where we are. Is that uh, in individually and in even in churches, you might say, uh, there's dissension moving and throughout churches. Just think if all if all of us pray about this for our own individual lives, and then that's how revival starts. Is that people start confessing one to another, and then all of a sudden, everything that was divided in the church has become whole, and that that starts revival, but it has to begin in our hearts. Mm -hmm. Well, one of the things I think that's so exciting about this opportunity is that we have the potential to bring messengers of God people who believe in Jesus Christ as the Lord and Master of life, to Austin. Yes. To show not only to our state governor, Greg Abbott, yes, and all of our friends at the Capitol, but to show the whole state of Texas that we are going to praise God and trust him for the needs that we have. This this is a powerful time for us that... Basically, what we've got is about six or seven weeks to begin to pray for the plan for doing that. Yes. But there are other things that we need to be praying for as we're getting ready. One of those, I think, is that that we would be aware that God's judgment begins in the church. Yes, ma'am. I, I do believe Franklin has said early, early on that he wanted to call the preachers out of the pulpit. Yes. The people out of the pews into the public arena in repentance and worship and praise of the Lord Jesus. Yes. That's a mighty calling, John. Yes, ma'am. And, uh, he said basically, when he said that America is at a crossroad, and I believe we should take every opportunity to stand up for the things of God and his work, word. And this is, this is it, is that... Uh, for us to to take a stand against the things that are not of God, boldly but humbly, mm-hmm. but also is that for us to to show the world who we are, that that we love we love people, we love the Lord, we've got Christ's love in us, but we want the people to know that God loves them, God loves them, and wants them to come to that saving knowledge of Christ. Mm-hmm. It is a saving knowledge. And, you know, one of the things that, that I encounter often uh, with people who, who want to pray, who don't know how to pray, is they'll say, well, you know, I just pray and I don't see any answers. 
Well, the answers come first in your own heart. Exactly. As you begin to see God is working. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so many will say, you know, God's going to do what he's going to do and, uh, you know, it doesn't matter what I do. That's not true because uh, we, no, are, ma'am. we wrote a book called Praying and Praising Across Texas that 1,100 people on February the 20th started praying for Governor Abbott and the other four officers that we elected. Yes, I believe that. 1,100. And since then, there's no way of knowing where that book is. But one of the things that's so exciting about that is it gives us a plan for praying for our leaders. And and that is so necessary because young Timothy gave us the answer that Paul gave him. Timothy was young and in uh, a church area that people were not following God. Mm-hmm. Just much like we are today. Yes. And he wrote Paul and said, Paul, I am in serious trouble. We are in serious trouble in America today. Yes, exactly. We are in serious trouble. Yes. And Paul wrote him back and he said, the answer is prayer. Right. Pray. Right. Pray for those in authority over you. And he gives two reasons. Number one is that you might live at peace. And number two, you might serve the Savior. That's from First Second Timothy one and two. Yes, that we might live at peace and serve the Lord Jesus is why we are born for such a time as this. Yes, yes. And John fifteen sixteen says, John, uh, Jesus said Himself, "You didn't choose me; I chose to lay my life down for you." Yes, I have chosen you. I've planted you right where you are. I've ordained you, I've appointed you, that you might grow up, be a tree that bears fruit, and fruit that would be lasting. And that's what we've got the responsibility for right now. Yes, we do. For our grandchildren, for for our grandchildren, our great-grandchildren, future generations. Evelyn, if we don't, as God's people, born again, Christ followers, if we don't do something different than what we're doing, what kind of world are we going to leave to our precious future generations? Well, that is so true, Joan. And that's why in in the next six or seven weeks, we've got to pray. Exactly. We've got to pray for our state. But pray. The, the first event's going to be in Boise, Idaho. Idaho. Yeah, Idaho. Uh, and then right on down uh, to Hawaii in February. There are 10 of those that have been announced already. Yes. And we will announce, here at KTXW, we will announce the date in January. And, boy, that's when we go to work and we start our prayer groups. And that's what, that's what you're going to be doing is leading in Texas how we can develop the prayer groups that can bring about an event at, at, the, at the Capitol. Exactly. We, we know it's going to be at the Capitol. Yes. You know, I'm praying for 100,000 people. people. I, I I join you in that prayer at a minimum of a hundred thousand people, and I have been talking to different key key leaders in Corpus Christi and Dallas mm-hmm. and Houston. Yeah, and uh, the, and they're they're going to be praying over these prayer topics. And uh, it is exciting. Yeah, it, it really is. It really is because this is this is going to be something that is going to glorify the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and our mighty and God the Father. 
Well, we are so glad to have you with us today, Joan. You and I have been friends for years and years and years. We've prayed together. We've cried together. Yes, we have. Uh, and it is exciting to know that God's put us back together because I'll be working under your authority and your leadership as we develop prayer. Well, my dear woman, that that's very humbling. But, honey, when I grow up, I want to be just like you because, <laughs> because, because you're just the manifestation. Christ is manifested through you daily. Well, thank and you, thank John. you, Jesus, for Evelyn Davison. Well, thank you. And we thank you for joining us today. You know, we've talked about the hands of mercy upon God and, and his grace. And we, you know, as believing Christians, we are not just space holders. We don't just have a spot on this land, uh, on this planet, uh, for us to do whatever it is we want to do. We are here because we've given, been given the life of grace. And in whatever love field you're in today, God's planted you. And life can be exciting, but it's not impossible for you to be a part of what we've talked about today. So uh ask you again to give us our website, Joan. Yes, ma'am. Uh, it's DecisionAmericaTour.com. Dot com. Well, thank you again for joining us, and thank you for joining us. And we'll see you again next week or talk to you again for Love Talk. And in the meantime, you can contact us at 512 249 6535 or go to the web ndpaustin.org. Thank you. Hi, this is Steve Washburn, pastor at First Baptist Church, Pflugerville. We're the ones who just built that beautiful new 33,000 square foot worship center there on Pecan Street, just as Jenner Town. Say, listen, if you're looking for a church home, I wish you'd come check us out. Lots of other folks sure are. We're one of the fastest growing fellowships in the Austin area. We're trying our best to offer something for everyone. No matter what your situation in life, you'll find good friends here. I know I'm biased, but I believe we have some of the most uplifting worship services you'll find anywhere. Many of you are familiar with Tom Cotter and his praise band, By Design. Well, we're fortunate to have them leading our modern worship experience at the 11 o'clock hour on Sunday mornings. That's our largest and fastest growing group. But I'm also excited about something new we're trying in our 9 o'clock hour. Daniel Reclue is one of the area's most gifted choral directors, and he has reinvented one of the only genuinely traditional worship services in the area for those of you who are boomers and long to return to the joyful worship of your youth. Listen, Google us at First Baptist Pflugerville and come see us. Was your website built by a programmer or a marketer? It makes a difference, a huge difference. Think, marketing is a local boutique ad agency that builds websites around you, your business, and your customers. This approach is Y-O-U-centric. Visit thinkmarketingtexas.com to learn more. That's thinkmarketingtexas.com. It won't cost you to sit down and find out how you can have a website that looks fantastic while making you money. Come on, isn't it time to update your website? thinkmarketingtexas.com. ThinkMarketingTexas.com George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These Casa friends are professionals with more than 40 years' experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at Casa at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300.